What's up, party people? It's Tiffany. And I'm McKenna. Did you ever think after college graduation that you're going to move into a beautiful apartment overlooking the Manhattan skyline? Maybe killing it in your dream job? Or hanging out with your best friends at a local coffee shop? Possibly engaged to your hunky bow and basically just living it up? Us too. Did you then realize all too quickly that that wasn't true? Us too. So we wanted to highlight the normalcy of the day-to-day struggles and achievements of a post-grad life in an authentic and genuine way. We are sitting right in the trenches of trying to navigate what it looks like to experience vulnerability, create meaningful relationships, and ultimately live our best mature lives. Here is the Mature Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Mature Podcast. I am McKenna. I'm Tiffany. And I have literally never done that before. (laughs) Um, Today we are jumping in and we are talking about how we are going to or how we process our emotions with minor breakdowns. The entire episode is going to be us screaming for 30 minutes. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. Yeah. Um, that'd be really funny if we just did an episode. Yeah, we just like screaming. waited and we're like, let's see how long people actually <laughs> figure out that that's it. That's all we do. Scream, maybe cry a little in between. Yeah, with some like weird noises. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Anyways, we went into this episode because this was actually a um, how do you say a um, audience requested episode? Yeah, yeah. You know, so one of our one of our listeners actually um, had asked this exact question: How do we process emotions with minor breakdowns? Yeah, or how does it not affect your busy life? Yeah, which yeah. I mean, <laughs> I really don't know like where to even begin with that question. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny because I think. That when you're in school, or even if you're not in school, like, let's just say, like, whatever you were doing after you graduated high school up until whatever age point you're at now, I feel like you're either have had meltdowns, or you're just like, oh, oh like, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll go away, or like, oh, I'll learn how to figure figure that out later, or you're just like, you, you're just so used to having them that you just kind of cry a little bit and then, like, move on, but then they yeah. always come back and bite you in the butt, and you're just kind of like what that does not help yeah I feel like the first part of that was like me in high school where I was just like oh moving on and then the second part I was just like crying through like midterms I'm just like this is just I've just accepted that this is a part of my life yeah this is just life I feel like it was just so normal when we were in school we would just like cry I would remember I would terrible it's such an I'll like stay up especially my last semester just like writing papers Mm -hmm. and I would just like cry at three in the morning when everyone else was asleep and I would just cry and like, you know, just listen to some nice jams <laughs> while writing papers nice 3 because jams. Yeah. While you because, cry. Because I really hate myself from postponing and procrastinating everything. Drown out your tears. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, my goodness. Yeah, so I think this episode is gonna be a lot about how we process emotions and basically how I've learned or like have seen the process kind of unfold into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I think um, the first part of, like, when we are talking about how we process our emotions is the first step is deciding whether or not that I need to process this by myself or if I need to process it with someone else. Usually a very 
trusted person per se sometimes it's random and I just like spew how I'm feeling out to a random person <laughs> that I've talked to maybe like once that sometimes works it just happens. sometimes yeah but I would say on the normal basis when I am trying to actually process my emotions I decide whether or not I need to process it by myself or um, with a friend or my therapist or even like my mom or dad um, whoever I feel like is best suited for it sometimes it's multiple people and I'm really grateful to have a lot of people to do that with but I would say the hardest part is realizing like oh am I going to need to do this like on my own or am I going to truly need someone else to kind of hit me with some questions of like how I feel about things well at what point do you does do you feel like you need to begin that process though I think (laughs) When I start having more breakdowns. Yeah, I feel like when it's just like, ooh, you feel like you're, you feel off. Yeah. Or I, like when I know you're feeling off, I'm like, ooh, we need to start asking some yeah. good questions now. Yeah, which is another great point is like sometimes you don't even realize you need a process until someone else like kind of just, you know, hits you with a, hey, how you doing, bud? Yeah, the, are you so you like, okay? I feel like in, <laughs> it's funny too because that's probably what you should say. But I feel like me and Tiff and even our other friend Taylor, the way that we kind of like hit people, hit us where we're like, so what's going on? We just like get get right past all the BS and we're just like, all right, Tiff, you going to talk to us about what's going on or are we just going to have to figure it out? This is like a normal thing. This literally just happened like a couple weeks ago ago when we were all together and it was it turned into like oh a fun night and it turns like a mini intervention for me and I was like (laughs) oh great I feel like that was a pretty like it didn't mean to come across as this like life-altering intervention but it kind of just happened and I mean it was good it was very emotional it was really emotional Taylor and Tiff cried a lot I don't cry during that time I mean I cried a little bit which said a lot but which is so weird. Like, I cry all the time. Yeah, basically, it's... Okay, this this all plays into this conversation because yes. um, I think when we're talking about processing emotions, I think I'm the type of person that I'm... Like, I'm the type of person, like, I don't even need... I don't realize I need to process things until, like, things are crashing and burning. So... Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's just... I've It's taken me a really long time to learn that, and I still am learning to catch myself when that happens. Um, because I'm, I just, I don't even realize things are going bad until, you know, we're sitting on the floor crying together because they're asking me actual legit questions I should be asking myself, but I don't even ask it. So they're asking me and now I'm crying. So, yeah, I mean, to be fair, like the people in your life who have to ask those questions, I want to like advocate even for them. And I, I feel like I would advocate for my friends and my trusted process emotional people is that those questions are really hard to ask yes and like it's not fun and I feel like Tiff can even like uh, add to this is like half the time that I was even like asking the really hard questions I'm like please do not think that I'm trying to come off as this like high and mighty person I just really care about you and like I want the best for you and like the best for you is being able to answer these questions. And that was even hard for me to do because again, like I don't ever want to, for, for me personally, I don't ever want to come across as your therapist Yeah. because that's not my role. Like I know that and I don't ever want to come across as somebody 
who thinks that they know what's best for you. Cause like, ultimately, you know, what's best for you. Like they're not the ones making the decisions you are. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you have anything. Yeah. I think it's, it's kind of, it's kind of nice. Cause I think for me, I like when the question comes up, like, do you process with someone else or you process alone? A lot of it has to, I think the beginning stages for me, I have to process with someone else Mm -hmm. because I have to say it out loud. And Mm -hmm. once I say it out loud, then it becomes real. And Mm -hmm. then when it becomes real, then I can kind of ingest it and let it marinate in my, my brain and see what feels comfortable and kind of moving forward. So like one of the conversations, um, that like we basically were having was, kind of what step I'm going to take next in my career. Mm -hmm. And Tay and McKenna were just sitting me down and kind of asking me, is this really what I want to do in the next step? And right now I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that step is, but they just kind of sat me down and they're asking me really from the bottom of my heart, is this something I want to do or is it something I feel obligated to? Which is something that I struggle a lot with, which is what I want to do and what I feel obligated to do in my life. And (coughs) sorry. That was weird cough. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, so it's like something I have to, I struggle with. And the fact that they asked me, one, I didn't even realize I needed someone to ask me. And so it wasn't until you guys did that I started to ask myself that question. And it really became really emotional because it's something that I didn't even know that I needed. Mm-hmm. And then when it happened, then after we kind of talked things out and you guys asked a lot of questions, of like, hey, what about this? What like, what if you were to look at it at this angle? And now it's been a couple of weeks and I'm still processing it. And that's something I have to do on my own because eventually you talk everything out mm-hmm. and there's not really much to say anymore. And it's just whatever feels comfortable in my own heart and what I'm going to do to move forward. Right. Yeah. I would say I'm like the complete opposite <laughs> where I process I mean, normally, like, I would process my day when I think we've mentioned this before, like, millions of times. But what I loved about living with Tiff um, was coming home after, like, a really long, hard day and being able to just, like, explode and just be like, oh, my God, like, this happened and this professor said this and, like, how dare they think that? And, like, then someone else came up to me and they need something. And I just got to, like, process all that and be like, okay. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> and they're like, done. And then I was done. But I don't have that anymore. And so a lot of the time when I do have a long, hard day, I process by myself, um, which has been really good for me. And I've been doing, I mean, I usually process like minor things by myself, but bigger things, I've almost had to like force myself to process with other people. Um, and that's been a challenge. Like for, I don't even know how how much to explain how much of a struggle that is for me because it's almost this idea of like having to rely on someone to like help me through that and because of my education and my background like I am um how would you say prideful about um just slip that in there (laughs) I I'm the first one to admit I'm a very proud person um which me saying that I'm even like wow that was like really hard to admit um because I was taught to be like this humble like everybody else like servant but I'm like an incredibly like prideful person and for me to like have to sit and like actually process like not just how my day was but like really hard stuff about like 
body image or like how I feel about relationships and um, the way that I negatively view myself, like all those things I have to like, I know that it's best to not only process within myself, but I will get so wrapped in my own head that I will go around in circles until someone is like, okay, stop. Let's just like take it down like 12 notches, please. And even that I'm like, no, like, how dare you? And it's hard having people call you out, for lack of a better word, on your bullshit. Like, it sucks. It does suck. But I think that's kind of the best part of kind of processing your emotion is knowing that you have a support system to help guide you in, in that process of the processing, I guess. Right. So kind of like moving into that, a part of um, processing your emotions other than realizing, okay, do I need to process by myself or do I need to process with someone else is kind of like even a step back is taking your emotions off the back burner. (laughs) I just see Tiff being like, okay. This is, what? This What? I don't even, what? I don't do that. No, no one does. I don't do that either. I just... I'm always in my feelings constantly. I am always aware of my emotions. If you truly... <laughs> I can't even... I can't even... If you... If you are... Uh, how do I say this? Always in your feelings, then this probably does not relate to you. But if you are like the me and Tiff, um, we kind of just like... If something is going on in our lives and we just kind of like... Scoot, like how we feel to the back burner um what would you say like 98 percent of the time yeah pretty much yeah it's i feel like it's a default i don't even think about it it's just kind of like ah emotions what is that i'm gonna operate without them yeah so sometimes we get so focused on like work or relationships or money or name a few other things that you get just like life i don't know like anything health yeah i'm like just your daily life i guess You have to be willing to set aside those things and truly focus on your emotions. Otherwise, it's just going to like snowball. Um, And then you're just going to be in this like web of like, oh, I feel angry about this little thing that happened to me eight months ago. And then it's like, oh, well, I feel like really loving and caretaking of like this thing that happened five years ago. And it's just like it all comes together, comes together. And you're just like, well. Now I'm going to process all of it. See you in eight weeks. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it's just, I get super, I have a couple of friends who are just like not, who are not like, who do, who do not function. They they completely function the opposite way of me where they are so in their emotions. They're just so in touch with it. And I get so jealous. Are you talking about me? Um, I'm just kidding. um, (laughs) No, it's just like, I get so jealous because I feel like people are like, it's like one or two reactions. Like, oh my gosh, so cool that you can just like function without your emotions. Like, good for you. Like, you can still, even though like you're having the most terrible day, like you could still do and function and be productive and whatever, right? And then other people, um, and then on the other hand, it's like, oh my gosh, like you're basically a robot. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes, yeah, if, if I really have to be. But then. Yeah. But the, for the people who are like really emotional or they are more in touch with their emotion, they want, I feel like they always make decisions that they feel is right for them. And they never question it. It's like this 
intuitive thing for them where they just naturally feel like, okay, this is just how I feel and no one can negate that. And they're so protective over it. And they're just, mm. and I think that's just so cool because for me, I'm always questioning my own emotions. I will be a little bit disagreeing of this. I think it's really cool when people are like, oh, like they're very protective and they know what's best for them. I am not raining on anybody's parade in that. But also, like, I think it's still good to have other people's input. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, because I I would definitely say I'm pretty like, I think most of like our friends are pretty much in this place where they're like, I do know what's best for me. Like, I know what I want. But like you said, some people can be very protective of that. And that can get a little bit in the way of like, being so focused on only what they want that they don't have any regard of like oh okay of other people's like feelings or their lives or like how they affect others with those decisions Mm -hmm. so I'm I mean I don't know if that's where you were going to but I think there's like different like categories of people who do that yeah I just think that for me I'm just I I just don't like that's just not something I do so like the question of like I'm the type of person who asks that question like are you putting your emotions on the back burner because if so like it's time to deal with it now or you I mean you could put it back but it's probably affecting your day-to-day so maybe it's time to put it off the back burner so after you have decided to um take your emotions off the back burner and you have decided, okay, I actually want to process my life. I want to either process it by myself first and talk to someone, or I just want to process it by myself, or I just want to process it with someone, whatever that may be for you. I don't do this ever, but I do want to start doing it. It's just like congratulating myself. It sounds super weird and not like what society would tell us to do. <laughs> um, But I think it's really important to literally congratulate yourself on doing something that's very abnormal. Yeah. Or it's not, it's very, like, it's not as naturally inclined. Like, I feel like it's easier to be like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this world is so focused on, like, negativity and, like, what you're doing wrong and how you should better yourself based on the things that you're doing wrong that, like, we should be more inclined to congratulate ourselves and, like, be joyful about the things that we're doing right in our life and something that we it's hard for us to do but we're doing it yeah I think this the the whole idea of congratulating is just another way of just saying like give yourself so much grace and I know Mm -hmm. we say that so much Mm -hmm. but it's honestly something I need to be reminded reminded of all the time because like literally every day I have to wake up and tell myself like one like even before I do anything I'm like you are okay and you are like enough as is right now Mm -hmm. like right now in this moment even doing nothing and when I late like lately I just like beat myself beat myself up for like the smallest things of like oh my gosh I told myself I was gonna do xyz and I like didn't do half of those things Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh like you just wasted this day like you're not gonna and it just kind of spirals you know oh it gets down to the what am I doing with my life why am I still single like um, oh yeah 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 I have those regular things and then and then when you're on social media then the whole comparison thing happens and I know some of y'all listen to this and you're like oh I know exactly what she's talking about (laughs) and I think like for me, I it's really, really hard, but I think I just, like, cut it off. I'm like, nope, I'm enough. 
that's it. And I just kind of walk away and I get up and I just do what I need to do. So it's just, a, I feel like congratulating yourself even for the small things is so, so important in like this huge scheme of everyone being like, do more. You need to be better. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, I woke up today and I'm alive and I'm okay. You're like I am better. I am Thank better. you. <laughs> Sign off. XOXO. <laughs> The I almost said Gossip Girl, but that doesn't... No. <laughs> that does not work. XOXO, the mature podcast. <laughs> That's it. We're um, making that thing. Oh, <laughs> how we sign off every time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anyways. um, So you have congratulated yourself. You have decided if you are going to process your emotions with your people or by yourself. You have taken your emotions off the back burner. Now it's for the next step, which is to start asking the horrible process questions. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> it's so difficult to ask the hard questions. Sometimes for me, I start with like really easy questions um, and just ask myself, like, why does this bother me? I hate and- that question. <laughs> the first question, I hate it already. <laughs> the first question, so. I will use a work example. So a client could come up to me and be like, oh, um, why can't I have this cereal? And I'll think, because that's what I'm providing. And of course, I can't just say that because I don't want to get fired. But sometimes I think like, then it just festers. And I'm just like, why is this client asking this? They've been here for a couple months. They know why we serve this cereal. They know they can't have sugary cereal. And it just like festers in me of this like irritation. <laughs> I know this sounds so stupid to like anybody else, but it truly does like grind my gears <laughs> like for no reason. And then by the end of the day, it's like it hits three o'clock and this client comes up to me, asks me another question. And by that time, I'm just like, F off. Like, do not talk to me anymore. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I know this sounds so stupid, but no, I, I think it's just like it's just a work thing. Like I feel like you can take this and like if, you, if there's a coworker you slightly do not like and they just keep up keep coming up to you and ask so many questions, like you're just gonna get irritated too. So right. it's like a good example. Of yeah. That. So so I like will get in my car and I'm like, why did this bother me? And at first, my first instinct could be like, well, I don't like this client, but I know it's more than that, and so I have to like. If I don't know the question to that, or if I don't know the answer to that question, I then have to go through like another set of questions. So it's kind of like a, how do you, what are those um like yes, no, like diagram type like of thing? structure thing. You just kind of follow the roadmap. Yeah, you follow like the arrow that says like, do you want to travel to like Paris or, you know, <laughs> Berlin? And it's like, I can't afford to go to either of those, but like, sure, I'll take this quiz. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like that. So it's kind of like, okay, am I bothered? Like, do I know why I'm bothered by this? Yes, no. And then from there, you kind of go through those questions. If it's no, then it's like, okay, like- We'll go back to question number one. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, why am I bothered by this? If I already know why I'm bothered by it, then I can go from here. It's like, well, do I not like this client? Or um, did something happen prior to this client asking a question? Or is it, or have I already answered this question? If I had like moving down the line of like why I am there. And so there's just like a series of these questions that I feel like I have to ask myself to get to the root of it, which is usually like, I'm just really tired because it's 7am. Like, I mean, that's a very like small 
yeah like level one processing of stuff but for me like those little things that make me really irritated grow into like grandiose type of things so I have to like I honestly use like that level one like questions and I use them for like level 10 situations situations of like what am I actually going to do with my career do I know do I not I don't know we'll figure that out that's on the back burner for right now I think for me it's just asking those questions but I think before I even ask myself like okay so this is like maybe an in-between between like congratulating yourself for like yes I'm going to process and then actually start processing there's this part of me that I'm like I accept the flinch and it's like the flinch of like, oh, I'm going to say something and you feel something within myself that's going to hurt me. And I just, I'm going to take it. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? No. It's like when someone's about to punch you and then you just accept the fact that you're going to get punched anyway. So you just absorb the hurt and you're just like, okay, ow. How many it's times have you gotten punched? <laughs> um, my family, like my sisters, my family, we're a little aggressive. We were aggressive when we were kids. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten punched that much into a point of like, oh, shoot, I'm about to get punched. I don't think I've had those moments. <laughs> yeah. Good for I, you. I think I, I mean, I get those ideas. I feel it. Like, no, I don't. <laughs> I've never been in this situation. Where we were like pretty aggressive as kids. I mean, there wasn't that many of us. So we had to play with each other and, you know, things just got aggressive. I think my sister slapped me across the face once. <laughs> about it. Thanks. I used to kick her in the stomach. Though, so <laughs> I was like, you know, the like, um, we're getting so off topic. It doesn't <laughs> matter. But like those bicycle kicks that you have to do yeah, when you yeah, do ab yeah. bomb at those. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, Anyways. it wasn't like that. Like we would just like, I don't know. It's just like, it's like playful and then it just gets serious. Anyways, this the is the, the, the flinch, the flinch. Like I, it's just like, I just accept it like right before I'm about to process things, these things, because I think it makes me feel a little better when it actually happens because it's not like the surprise because mm-hmm. when you when you start processing and you start ask, asking yourself these questions I'm gonna tell you where it ends up it ends up with you accepting the fact that you're just like you just are in a moment of suckiness <laughs> and so for me like I already know where it's gonna end up because me, when I'm irritated or something's happening or something like I'm having a negative emotion over this or whatever it all comes down to the way I'm perceiving the situation not necessarily what is like not that it's not happening but it's like it's just how I'm perceiving it Hmm. and how I'm taking it and taking that narrative on for myself as that is the truth that makes any sense um and it just comes back down to I'm only in control of myself Mm. Mm. and so in the end, like, let's say I am irritated with a coworker or a family member or my significant other or whatever, it's going to come back to, oh, okay, you, it's just something that they did that, that you don't like about yourself or like something you're having a negative emotion about something within yourself. Mm-hmm. It always goes back to you because you can't control whatever someone else does, right? You can only mm-hmm. control how you feel. And mm-hmm. so this is, like the flinch, like I think there's an actual, there's like another term or something like this. Probably some psych based thing. But the, just like the flinch, I just accept the fact that before you process, it's like a minor thing, like, oh, you're gonna, it's gonna hurt. So brace yourself. I like that, the flinch. Yeah. Can't relate on the punching level, but can definitely relate on the processing of emotions with minor breakdowns problem. Yes, it's really great. Um, Kind of going off of that is like getting ready for that and being able to like, coming back to you and acknowledging that I think it takes a certain level of 
maturity. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> just, like, had no idea I was about to say that. So that just pat on the back for that one. Thank you very much. Um, but it does take a certain level of maturity to acknowledge, like, okay, like, I am the problem. Yeah. And sometimes... As and again, going back to the whole pride thing, I am not one to be like, oh, it's my fault. Oh, like I'm in the wrong or oh, like this is something I have to be able to accept that I'm not in control of. And sometimes that does go back to relying on someone else to point out the other perspective. Um, And if you do like say you do have a problem with like a family member, um, it's really helpful to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Yeah. And so sometimes that's really easy to just do on your own and just be like, okay, like, how are they processing this? Like, what does it look like for them? Like, how did my actions possibly affect how they think about me and the situation? And sometimes another person is really helpful to point those things out. Um, Sometimes it's even hard to imagine yourself in those in those people's shoes because you don't know them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good point to add is like, if you are having a conflict with someone or you're not sure how to process a situation, um, sometimes it makes it more difficult when you don't know anything about them and you're just like mad at them for a thing that you just happen to be in the same room about. I mean, there's so many different like conflicts in the world but I think it's really important to acknowledge like, hey, I might have this conflict with someone I barely know. And maybe it would be good to understand like their perspective for all you know, like they weren't able to make it on time because their car wasn't working because their significant other had to use it to get to work because their car wasn't working. You know, like there's so many layers of what people are going through that it's really I mean, I hate to call people out, but it's really ignorant to just sit and be like, oh, like I'm hurt. That's it. Yeah. Like it's so ignorant to just assume like this is my emotion and this is how I feel about it. And that's it. And you're not, you're not doing anything to change it. Yeah. I think also like as like another disclaimer, a part of like having this, you know, processing emotions Mm -hmm. stuff is minor situations like oh you Mm -hmm. get mad at this person blah blah blah. in bigger really extreme high level where there's like lots of trauma we're not saying that how i put how do i say this like basically i I just read this like quote and i really like the way it's it like phrases it of just like when we think about how another person hurt us depending on you know how even it doesn't matter what they do really it's just how another person hurts us we have to remember that whatever they do to us is not our responsibility we don't have control Mm -hmm. over that but the only thing we have control over is how we heal and how Mm -hmm. we understand our own emotions and how we move forward in that yeah definitely yeah and that's not saying that we have to necessarily like we can understand what they're going through but that doesn't justify what they did exactly yeah that's a really really great point is like especially with like trauma based if someone is like being sexually abused you don't have to like automatically forgive the mm-hmm. like perpetrator for doing the things that they did um despite whatever they have gone through um but it's ultimately knowing how you respond how you heal like just yeah. said yeah it's a really great point yeah so moving into kind of how this will have minor breakdowns if you will um, (laughs) is acknowledging that 
all of this processing, um, you can't just put it into a box and like assume that's like, you'll just leave it there in your box under your bed. And that's where your emotions are. Good. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to bleed into your life. Great. Me just like staring at Tiff. <laughs> like it's going to bleed into your life. Okay. What does that even mean? So basically, <laughs> so basically I, I was definitely under this impression too, where I was like, oh, like I processed my breakup. Like I'm just gonna, you know, leave it under my bed and continue on with my life. And then I would get to like work or school and I would have a panic attack. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with the box under my bed. <laughs> would never even occur to me that no. that's, you know, what I'm feeling. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then I, you know, during a breakdown of an exam, um, I realized that, oh, this does affect me. Oh, um, me going to work and having a breakdown and being really panicky about how I'm going to pay for school, like that bleeds into my life. And so I think it's really important to understand that your life is going to get messy when you start processing your emotions in a healthy way, instead of just leaving it on the back burner. Yeah. <laughs> I think, okay, yeah. Okay. I like the way you kind of said that. Cause it's like, there are like processing emotion in itself. is just healthy. Like, yeah. Like the only unhealthy way to do it. Yeah. The only unhealthy way to do it is just to not do it. And so um, I can totally, I think I kind of see that like the the process of, you know, doing all this is like, it feels really unraveling. Like when I imagined, like when I, when I imagine myself like processing emotion, it just feels like I have all these like pent up and boxed up, like actual boxes of stuff and situations that I've never processed, just like laying all, all over the floor and they're all open. It's like Pandora's <laughs> box or something. And I just see it just like sitting there and I'm like, ooh, just they're all there on the floor and it's making a mess. And I literally cannot move forward unless I pick it up and clean it, AKA start processing my emotion. Mm -hmm. So I can totally see that like processing and processing it then yeah. leads bleeds into your other parts of your life because you're kind of unraveling like right. you're kind of starting from the ground up yeah. of trying to figure out how you feel and that's the only way to heal yeah and another point to mention is like when you see all those boxes on the floor I'm just you know really taking it to the next <laughs> extreme with this metaphor but it makes sense when you see all those boxes it can be really overwhelming and a lot of people will tell me like oh well you know in time in time, I'll like pick up those boxes, I'll like close the box, and I'll like pick it up, and I'll process it, and I'll do my thing. And then they just never do it. Because they're like, it's not time, and I'm not ready. And to be fair, some things do heal over time. Yes. But the way that they heal over time is by you picking up the box. box yep. So granted, it's a great excuse. But it's never like that's when people when people say like, oh, I truly healed over time, it's because they began that process of picking up the box and like holding it and acknowledging it and going through those questions that we mentioned earlier. Like that's when it happens. That's when time truly heals. And so if you're in this point of your life, well, I'm not really ready to deal with it. Like you're never going to be ready. There is never a time where you're going to sit and feel ready to deal with that breakup or feel ready to acknowledge that you lost your job or that you screwed up in a friendship. Like there is never going to be a time where you're going to want to sit and be like, wow, I suck. Or like, wow, that sucked. 
because it happened to me. Yep. Like, get some courage. You know, maybe borrow it from a friend. Yeah. Borrow it from a friend. That's a good one. Thank you. I totally, I do that. I'm like, that's not mine. It's someone else's. But it it gets you to, from point A to point B. Yeah. And we want to be at point B. Yeah. Wow, I just feel like I'm a motivational speaker right now. (laughs) I like, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh my God. I totally agree with a lot of things that you said. It's, I just feel like in this process of learning so many things at once, right? Like, we're in this transition of, okay, how do I get my career off the ground? How do I find a significant other? How do I get enough money to sustain myself? How do, like, where do I live? Like, what do I do? Like, there's just so many questions. And then now we're just like, hey, process your emotions. But like, it's just, you have to do it and it's gonna bite you in the butt, like now or later. So, and the longer you wait, like my therapist literally said to me, like, you're just asking for a midlife crisis. Like you're literally preparing, you're putting these boxes and you're preparing to have a midlife crisis. And if that's what you want to do, great. Then like, I don't even know why you're listening to this episode (laughs) because like, (laughs) it's not going to help you because you're not even prepared to do it anyways. But, um, and I feel like the kind of the next part that like we wanted to mention was kind of this concept of processing your emotion is almost like a muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about this idea of like practicing something and it's like even for the first time in the same way you like work out, like the first time you work out and or when you try something like you're sore. You're sore. Yeah. You're really sore. Yeah. And you're just like, your body's like, what are you doing to me? We've been laying on, a, on the couch for like 10 years and now you're like, let's go on a run. Like, what are you doing to me? And like in the beginning, it's really painful. And you just like literally are sitting asking yourself like, why am I doing this? And all these other questions and you feel the need to stop, but then you keep doing it. And like literally not even maybe like one month, two months later, every time you want to run, it gets easier and easier. And it's the same way processing your emotion, being vulnerable. It's, the same it's a, it feels the same way it's a muscle that you have to continue to do in order for it to one feel a bit more natural and two it gets a little easier over time mm-hmm. definitely we're just all about the metaphors here at the mature podcast <laughs> i'm telling you that like that's all i could think of i was like muscles you know boxes Hit all the good stuff <laughs> you know one of them has to relate with one of y'all true. so true one will get through yeah one will get just through. to one person um I feel like to kind of just wrap this up is kind of going off of this like muscle thing is like you're going to learn how to process your emotions in your own way and like at the appropriate time that works for you. Um, For me, I feel like I never have an appropriate time. Sometimes I like schedule my own time where I'm like, okay, in the car today, I'm just going to like figure it out. I'm going to take a long drive. I'm just going to like sit with my thoughts and figure out how I feel about that. Now, granted, I schedule that time. And sometimes my emotions just are like, hey, you're at work. It's hour six and we're going to start processing why you hate yourself. Yay. (laughs) Um, Not an appropriate time. So I don't know if any of you have seen Big Mouth, but I kind of feel like it's like that little devil thing where it's just like, hey, it's time to process. Um, Just me. Okay, never mind. Um. But sometimes it's in therapy, which is like super great. We will 
probably talk about therapy every time in each of our podcasts, but hey, we're super big advocates for it. But sometimes I do process it in therapy and I have a professional asking me like really hard questions. Sometimes it's at work and I'm in hour six and one of my coworkers just come up and are like, hey, you doing okay? And I start crying. Either way, I'm processing my emotions and going back to congratulating myself for doing that. Yeah, because it is really hard. It is. I just think that like, I think it really resonates with me that like, it's like a muscle just because like before I literally don't even understand what that what that looked like before basically you met McKenna. And so now like I'm, it's been what, like probably four or five years down the line. And like, there was a period of my time where I was like, I was like obsessed with like, just processing my emotions, but like also processing other people's emotions. So I would like always ask like, hey, how do you feel about this? Hey, Oh hey. my God, I remember that. And honestly, <laughs> like, it's really fun. And I feel like after a while, I think it's just, it gets more fun as you do it. Cause then you, at the end of it, you just feel like you know yourself more, mm-hmm. you're more confident, you are so much better. Like with your relationships and you're able to assess like, okay, this is something I can improve on, improve on. This is something I'm doing better at. And you can see your progress like over time. So I think it's something that's like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just makes you more in tune with yourself and with others, people around you. I love that. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. So shout out to our listener for um, giving this idea for us Mm -hmm. to um, do this episode uh, again we always want to we always love to hear from you guys mm-hmm. on our social media page so feel free to follow us at the mature podcast on instagram and um, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss out on an episode mm-hmm. and let us know at any given time slide to our dms and let us know hey <laughs> we want to hear an episode about xyz and if it's a topic that we would love to talk about but maybe it's not long enough to do a whole episode we will do an instagram tv like video about it yeah definitely so like comment subscribe (laughs) all the above links in below (laughs) all right bye y'all